You know, toxicity is a trait. Tattoos is a motherfucking lifestyle. But I feel like both of them are lifestyle for me. I'm just a dead motherfucker and I'm toxic as a bitch. A dead motherfucker and I'm toxic as a bitch. I'm just a dead motherfucker and I'm toxic as a bitch. A dead motherfucker and I'm toxic as a bitch. And I like to be a bitch. What's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Sex Money and Ink Podcast with your host, AM the Almighty, a.k.a. the most tatted toxin of them all, right? So, this is the beginning of the podcast. This is the intro. This is, you know, first episode, you know what I mean? So, we're just going to kick back, relax, talk about some shit, some shit that's been on my mind. And if it's some shit that's been on your mind, you know, Leave it in the comments or, you know, DM me and I'll talk about it on the next episode. That's just how that's about to go. But, so, what I am going to talk about is one of the first conversations, like one of the first questions, not conversations, but first questions that people always ask me about my tattoo career and ask me, like when I get started, what made me get started and things of that nature. So I first got started. Let me be honest with you. I got started when I was around like, mm, like 16. I, no, I didn't even go say like 16. I got started when I was 16. I was still in high school. So initially I didn't want a tattoo. I ain't going to lie. I didn't want a tattoo. So what happened was as a kid, I used to see, you know, See a couple of my family members with with a lot of fucking money. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I used to see a lot of my family members with a lot of fucking money, and <clears throat> I used to always want to be like yo. I'm gonna be like them one day, especially my brother. I'm gonna be like my brother one day. And and it was like I said, it was the it was the aspect of the hustle. It was the it was the money, and I just kept trying to figure out how to like you know how to get to the money, like how they got to the money. And as I got older, you know, um, I'm trying to figure out different things to make money. And, it, you know, just certain things didn't click with me. Certain things wasn't for me. And I realized that early on. Certain things just ain't for me. And if it ain't for me, it ain't for me. And I'm going to let it be where it's at. You feel me? But so I started to, you know, I, I always was drawn. I always was, you know, sketching shit out. And from early on, I was doing, like, graffiti work and stuff like that, letterings and things of that nature. So when I was in high school, I used to sit there and I used to draw. When I was in class, I used to draw, draw, draw all day. And <clears throat> one of my homies had asked me, like, yo, can you draw my tattoo out for me? And I'm like, all right, cool, no problem. I got you. Let me, you know, what you want to get? So I drew it out for him. I gave him the picture. So then another one of my homies did the same thing. They came and asked me to draw out their tattoo. And I'm like, all right, cool, no problem. I got you. So... I'm like, all right, cool, I got you, no problem. So I ended up, I do the, I draw the tattoo up for him, cool, X, Y, and Z, bang. And when I seen the tattoo, like, after it was done, I'm like, damn, like, to see my work on somebody that I just drew out probably, like, a couple of days ago, <clears throat> that shit was fascinating to me. I ain't even going to lie to you. That shit made me hype. That shit made me want to do it, like, draw somebody else's tattoo. But then my homie was like, yo, why you just don't do tattoos yourself and just get all the money? 
So I'm like, all right, you know what? You got a point there. So I'm like, all right, cool. Say no more. So long story short, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to start tattooing. I go to my mom, tell my mom, like, listen, I'm, she like, you about to graduate. You either got to go to school or you got to go to, you know, you got to get a job. Now, initially, I'm like, I'm not working for nobody. That was my whole thing. I'm not working for no fucking body. So I wound up going to the Art Institute. And once I got in the Art Institute, I just realized that it wasn't for me. Like, school ain't for me. Like, I don't. And I feel like art is something that comes from me. You can't be like, granted, you could be tort art. But I feel like the like that shit got to be in your blood. You know what I'm saying? Certain shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just got to be in your blood. <clears throat> it got to be in your DNA. Like, creativity got to be there for you. And it was there for me. So I'm like, all right, cool. Say no more. So I sit there and I do. I, I wind up, I go to high, I mean, I go to college. And I'm like, I'm in the institute. I'm like, damn, like, they want 50000 a semester, 100000 a semester. I'm like, I can make that. So why be in school and be in debt for 50000 or 100000 when I can go ahead and I can make that out of, like, in, you know, in cash. I can make that. Cool. Tell my mom, you know, I want a tattoo kit, X, Y, and Z. She gets it for me. <clears throat> So she gets the tattoo kit for me and all that. And then I just started tatting everybody, all the local people, all the local people that I was in high school with, all the local, you know, anybody that was in my neighborhood. I just started tatting everybody. And I'm like, all right, cool. So now I'm starting to get a little buzz. I'm starting to get a little clientele built. I mean, my clientele is building up. I'm like, all right, cool. So as I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, I need a better way to promote myself. I need, I mean, I need, I need more clientele. Like the clientele that I was getting was cool because it was like word of mouth, and it was like I had my homies telling, I had you know the people, my clients that was getting tatted. I had them telling people, so I'm like, all right, that's cool. But I need some more. I need more. I need more. <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, cool. See no more. I'm like, bet. So what I did was the it was a group of chicks that I used to hang around. Like it was a group of them, and at the time. We was all lit. Like, we didn't give, like, we knew everybody. Like, we was always at parties. We was always doing, we was always everywhere that it was popping. So I go ahead. I'm like, yo, listen, y'all should be my tattoo models. And they here, they like, well, what's a tattoo model? What do a tattoo model do? I'm like, listen, all I need y'all to do is let me have creative freedom, get tatted, and just promote my work. I don't care. I don't, I'm, I'm not caring. I'm not worried about y'all, you know, paying me. Like, I just want y'all to get tatted like i just want y'all to get tatted they're like all right cool say no more so it, and like i said it was about like five of them i ain't gonna lie it was about like five of them i may forget some people but i know for a fact like the one that stuck the most one of the ones that stuck the most was my homie tay tay she got tatted almost like every single day of the week she was getting tatted all the fucking time so she gets tatted. She's telling everybody, everybody like, yo, who doing your tattoos? Yo, da, 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 da. And mind you, we young. This is when tattoos, like, they wasn't popping, popping, right? Like, you know what I mean? We seen, like, the celebrities with them, like, Lil Wayne and shit. But we wasn't really, we wasn't really worried about it. But at that time, being a local tattoo artist, it was like, everybody was like, yo, who did your work? I'm going to that person. So she was getting everybody to come to me. She was getting everybody to come to me, come to me. Cool. I start getting other people in high schools and I start tatting like all the local high schools that was like it was West, it was um Sarah, it was Overbrook, it was all these, it was all of these, um, these like like I said, the local high school. I was tattooing everybody in them. And then once like at, at in that era, it was a thing called the party groups. So 
we all was in the party group as well. So we, you know, she was telling people on hers. I was telling people on mine. <clears throat> it was a, like I said, it was a bunch of us. So we all, it was a group of us, and we used to just hang around each other. And we, just, I was just telling everybody, like, yo, tell everybody to come to me get tatted. Tell everybody to come to me get tatted. And it's so crazy because when I first started tatting, I'm, I'm like, uh, it, I ain't had the patience for it. Let me say that I ain't had the patience for it. <clears throat> and don't get me wrong, like the patience I got now, I still gotta. Still got to work on patience. But back then it was like, all right, but when I tell you I was like 16, 17, making about like six, maybe about a good five to $1,000 a day off of tattoos. It was so crazy because I used to do tattoo parties. I was doing tattoo parties. I would come to your crib and tattoo you. I don't care. I was like, pick, like if you asked me to tattoo you and you wanted me to come to your crib and all that, I would pack all my shit up and now I'd be on my way. <coughs> And I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it. I'm going to just do what I got to do to get this money. So I was like, and when I tell you, after a while, my mom was like, listen, you know, you know, things getting a little crazy out here. Let me, you know, you could tattoo on the inside porch. So my mom had it like, so on the inside porch, it was a washer, a dryer, it was the heater, and then it was a, um, a deep freezer. And I'm like, all right, bet. Cool, say no more. You let him, like, I'm about to rock out now. Because now at this point, I got my own little, in my head, I got my own little tattoo studio my own little shop, my own little studio, whatever you want to call it. I had that right then and there on the inside porch. So I'm sitting there, and I'm talking about I used to have people leaving high school to come get tatted. I had people on the, I had people on the, uh, it was people sitting on the radiator. It was people sitting on the washer and dryers. I ain't had no seats. Like for, I ain't had nowhere for nobody to sit. So everybody was just sitting all over the place then. It was like outside the crib, people were sitting on the steps, the patio, on my neighbor's steps, waiting for me. It was like a line. Like you would have thought it was the club or whatever. Like it was that shit had the memories that we had on the porch was like by far some of the greatest memories of my tattoo career. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um Yeah, like and and, and then after that, it was just like, all right, now I gotta figure out, now that I'm tattooing, now I gotta figure out what's what style I'm gonna do? Because at that time it was it wasn't too many real it wasn't too many styles. It was like you had traditional, you had um, you had some, uh, like you had realism, you had uh, neo traditional, you had all these different styles. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do color because I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of you know black people getting color. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna do color. That's what I'm gonna do. That's gonna be my style. I'm gonna do new school. I'm gonna do new school color. That's 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 just what it was. I did black and gray because I was by myself and I was just learning, so I had to learn that style to get to be able to do color. So I started doing that, and I'm like, all right, cool, bet. I would go on YouTube. I would look up shit as much as possible. I would go to all the local tattoo shops around my area to learn how to tattoo. So one shop that I can honestly say it was all the other shops would tell me, no, like, you can't do an apprenticeship here. You can't do an apprenticeship here. It was one shop that used that I used to go in there and I couldn't do an apprenticeship in there either. But what he used to do was he would tell me like, all right, listen, you, you, you doing good with your line work. Your shade is there. Your color is okay. Let me show you how to upgrade your color. And he would give me tips and he would give me, you know, um, advice on how to elevate my skills. So I would go home. Everything that he told me, I would go home, practice it, this, then, the dirt, and then I would take my my portfolio back to him, and you know, get him to, to you know to critique it and things of that nature. 
So I'm like, all right. And like I said, like I started getting nice now at this time, mind you, it's not too many tattoo artists that's in and that was in the neighborhood that was tattooing. And I'm like, all right, cool. So at that point, I already had a buzz. I already had a nice following. I had a nice clientele, all of that, because of the simple fact that it wasn't a lot of tattoo artists around. And I'm like, all right. So then again, I wound up getting another tattoo model, and her name was Ariana. She went to Overbrook. I went to Sarah. She went to Overbrook. So now I got two of them, and I'm like, all right, I got Tay-Tay and I got Ariana. I'm tattooing them something crazy. Like, I'm tatting them something crazy. Like, I'm tatting them, like, consistently if I ain't have a client or if I did have a client, I would do my clients and I would tattoo them and I would just tat. I would just tat all day. It was so bad to the point where my mom used to tell me like, yo, like it's nine o'clock, it's 10 o'clock and you still tat. Like, what's up? I got to go to work in the morning. I don't want people in my house at 11 and 12 o'clock at night. So I'm like, all right, cool. I, like I just kept tatting. When I tell you I just kept tatting, I, I, tatting for me was like, like at that point it was my job because I wasn't, I told, like I said, I told my mom I wasn't about to go and go to school and make, and be in debt for 50,000, 50 to a hundred thousand when I can make that. I'm not, and I'm not about to go work at no job that's going to pay me 13 or $12 an hour. And my check be like three, $400 at the end of the week when I can make $500 right now. I can make $500 right now. And that's what I did. I started making that money and I started just spending it. Like granted, I was spending it uncontrollably because I knew I would make it back the next day. And my thing is when it comes to money is like money is like energy. It's like it flows. So whatever, whatever, like whatever you put out, you're going to get it back. It's like, you know what I mean? So for me, I used to just spend it. I'm like, I'm going to make it back tomorrow. I'm going to spend it. And I'm going to make it back tomorrow. And that was my mindset for a long time. My mindset was like, all right, I'm going to spend it and I'm going to make it back tomorrow. At the time, I wasn't worried about saving. I was still young. I was still living with my mom, so I wasn't worried about the shit. I wound up around like the ages of, we're going to fast forward a little bit, around the ages of like 21. I got in my first tattoo shop, which was called Money and Ink. I got in my first tattoo shop. And when I got in that shop, I, it was like a whole different world for me. Like, I ain't even going to lie. It was a whole different world for me because now I'm seeing these guys that, I'm seeing on Instagram, and and this was before, mind you, this was before Black Ink Crew came out. This was before any of that. I seen these guys all over the city. I seen their posters. I seen their flyers. I seen they wrapped a bus and you know they pictures and all that other cool shit. And I'm like, you know what? That's that's where I need to be. Like I need to be with them because that's like that's like the celebrities of tattoo. You know what I mean? Like they was like the hood tattoo artists that was like doing it at a higher level for me. So I wanted to get in that tattoo shop. <clears throat> And and I ain't going to lie, it took off from there. Like, once I got in Money and Ink, it took off from there because they they showed me a different level. Like, I had the skill set. I had the skill set. I wasn't, like, most people was just doing, oh, black and gray, black and gray, black and gray, or letters and letters and letters. Most people, what most black people wasn't getting color. So that was my whole thing. Like, all right, bet. That's going to be my style. That's going to be my lane that I stay in is the color. So I wound up going in there and taking like my skill set that I already had all I did was polish it up when I was in there like I ain't do nothing crazy they didn't like they like I'm not gonna say they didn't give me no lessons or they didn't teach me no they helped me polish what I already knew and along the way they taught me more about the business side of becoming a tattoo artist and how to make money and how to make better money and 
and, and quality and things of that nature. They taught me that side of it. And that's why I say, you know, they, they helped me polish up my skills and they helped me polish up what I already knew. Like I already had the drive. I already had the hustle. I already had the skill set. They just had to help me polish it. And then they just had to teach me the business side of things. That's all that was. But when I got in there, I used to tattoo. Like I was tattooing every day, all day. Like I used to tattoo. I used to tattoo until two, three in the morning. I was the last one leaving and I was the first one there every day. That was my mindset. I ain't care about, oh, I got to do this. I got something else to do. I ain't care about partying. I ain't care about, you know, being lit. I ain't care about all that. I was lit with tattooing, so that was all that mattered to me. I didn't care about nothing else. I was lit with tattooing. That was my shit. I was living it. So, so at the time, I'm in it. Like I said, I'm tattooing until 2, 3 in the morning. Go home. I would go home, paint. Then I would, after I would paint, I would paint until like four or five o'clock in the morning, maybe six, get a little couple hours of sleep. Then I was back at the tattoo shop by 12 o'clock. I was always like legitimately like every time, like I would like, this was an everyday thing. I ain't even gonna lie. This was an everyday consistent thing. Like tattoo until three, maybe one, two, between one and three o'clock in the morning, go home, paint, design some other tattoo ideas and all that other cool shit. Then go back to the shop and do it all over again the next day. Like, it was so bad that they used to call me at night, like, Runway. Like, Runway used to call me. Duff used to call me like, yo, how much you make today? All right, how much you make today? How much you got saved up? How much money you got saved up? And these guys, we was on FaceTime, and these guys were showing me, like, 10 racks and 20 grand and 30 grand in the shoebox. And I'm like, what the fuck? How the fuck is y'all making this money? They're like, no, we're going to put you, we're going to show you how to make the money with the tattoo business. So at the time, I'm like, all right, cool, say no more. Mind you, now at this point, I'm sitting here, I'm seeing real money, like real legit good money. I'm seeing, I'm seeing great art. I'm seeing good money. I'm, and I'm around a bunch of dope ass artists. Like, I promise you, I can name a lot of the artists that I was in that shop with, and it was a bunch of dope ass artists. Like, and I learned a lot from each of them. And mind you, just knowing, just knowing the shit that I knew and the shit that they was teaching me, I knew that with this tattoo, with, with that information alone, the tattoo industry was mine. I ain't even gonna lie. The tattoo industry was mine. Now, granted, I'm not where I want to be yet, but those was the, those was the foundation for everything that I was doing. Those was the foundation. And I ain't gonna lie. That shit was lit. Like, like I said, that shit was Black Ink before Black Ink came out. And this is no shade, but this is this is the truth. Like, that, we was Black Ink before Black Ink even came out. And that shit just, that, that, that shit was at a different level. I'm not even going to lie. And tattooing just, once I really got that, like, once I had, a, like, five, six years into the tattoo industry, the shit just, and, and, and mind you, the shit made me see things in a different light. Because at that point, mind you, I'm thinking, I didn't know about the conventions. I ain't know about traveling tattoo artists. I ain't know about having your own. Like, I ain't really care about having your own, my own shop, studio, nothing. I ain't care about the, like, I didn't care about tattooing celebrities. I didn't care about none of that shit. So seeing all these tattoo artists around me at the time, and I'm meeting new artists, I'm seeing new artists, and I'm like, yo, 
Like this is what this is what it's about. Like this is what it is. So I keep tatting. I keep going. I keep grinding. I keep hustling. And I just keep seeing more and more money. Like I'm talking about at that point, like I said, at 16, 17, I was making about five to a thousand dollars a day. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna cap. Maybe every two days I was making a thousand dollars. But at at 21, I was seeing like fifteen hundred to three grand dollars. I was seeing three three hundred like three three thousand dollar days. Like that's what I was that's how I was seeing. Every day I I was like between fifteen hundred and three grand, like that's what I can make. Like this is a good ass fucking lifestyle. I can have whatever I want. Like, mind you, at that time, like I was freshly moved out of my mom's crib. Like I ain't, you know, freshly moved out of my mom's crib, just had my daughter. Like, I ain't give a fuck. Like, I was making my money, and I was providing for mine. So, at that point, I ain't care. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. I ain't had no car. I ain't give a fuck about the car. I, I hop on a bus. I will hop on a train. I I do whatever. I ain't care. So, and and and, and let me just be honest. Let me, like, the, the industry that I, like, the way I got into tattooing, it it, it wasn't. It wasn't my first choice. Let me just say that 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 tattooing wasn't my first choice, and let me not to let's not to mention like when I was tattooing, when I first started tattooing, I used to get tatted every single day, like every night I used to get tatted, and that was a big start on my on my career as well. Like I used to get tatted by my brother Nike, right? Some people call him Nike, some people call him Swoosh. Is everybody like now? You go by the name Wolf, like. He rebranded himself like every every three years, every four or five years. But I was getting tatted by him every night. Like I would make like at seven, like 17, 18, I would make five to six hundred dollars a day and then go get tatted by him. So at that point, I was full fledged in the tattoo lifestyle. Like I didn't care about where I got tatted at. I didn't care about who who thought what. Like, no, like from neck. From my neck to my feet, I was tatted. Like, legitimately, I was calling him. Like, I would tattoo. Like I said, I would tattoo at 17, 18. I, I would tattoo at fucking 8. I would tattoo until, like, 9, 10 o'clock. Call him, like, yo, you got any clients for the rest of the night? He's like, no, I, I'm, I'm doing my last client. Why, what's up? Yo, listen, I'm coming to get tatted. All right, cool, say no more. Sleeves and, you know, getting my ribs done. I like all of that shit, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like that shit was cake. Like I ain't, I ain't care about none of that shit. I was living this shit, hundred percent, all the way. He started teaching me little, you know. Like I said, he was a major factor too because he started teaching me. Um. He started teaching me certain keys and like certain certain things that helped me when I first started. Like he, he, he introduced me to a lot of the like you know little hacks and little little, little tricks and shit to do like. All right, listen, do it like this, do it like that. All right, cool. He was teaching me where to get supplies from. Like, he was teaching me all that. So it was like, I, I'm not going to never say nobody, like, I taught my, like, I'm self-taught because I had a lot of moments where I had to teach myself and learn a lot of shit on my own. But I feel like that's with anything. But I had mentors the entire way. Like, I had, it was my brother night, then it was like a, a long period of that time before, like after I stopped getting tatted by him and I was just like tatting heavy, I had to learn a lot on my own. And then when I got in Money and Ink, it was Runway and Duff. And not even just them, it was the artist that was in that shop as well. Like even the other up and coming artists that was with me in that shop, like 
um, Lutet, Fine, Ken, um, who else? Crash. Like it was, it was a lot of artists that was in there that like Lemire, like Lemire, Lemire used to come there and he used to tattoo from L, like between LA and Philly. He like I learned stuff from him. Um, L Lamb, um, King Inc. Like these, like these artists that I just named, like all these artists that I just named, these are artists that taught me a lot. Um, after that era, like after that time span of me learning from them, I wound up getting in the shop with um with my with my homie, um, my brother. Like this this nigga taught me a lot about business too. Like I ain't even gonna lie. He taught me a lot about business. Milano, like, y'all go check him out. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. Check check all of these artists out. Like, check all of these artists out. I put they, you know what I mean? I put all the, you know, all the Instagrams up on it. You know, I do all that. I tag them in this, I, whatever. But all of them had a, you know, a big part to play in this. And um, and that's just me giving them their flowers because of the simple fact that you had every artist brung something different to the, you know, to to help me, you know, become the artist that I am today. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like you had like like I said, you had runway and duff that had like that they had the urban but they had the new school style. Then you got um you had uh who else? You had Lou that was realism, but his realism, the way he did his realism was crazy. Like he he had more like a paintbrush style. So I learned that I learned to, you know, incorporate that with me doing color. Then you had um you had Lemire and you had Fine that did like more so like real 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 detailed portraits and stuff like that. That's where I learned like that's where I got certain techniques from when I do like my girl faces or if I do a tiger or whatever. Um, I ain't gonna lie, L King Inc. and them they taught me more so like the simplicity of it. Like listen, all you need is these shades and 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 you can make it happen. So. And that was my, and I was big on that. I was big on simplicity. Like I was big on like the simple styles. So that for me was good. And then, like I said, once I got in the shop with, after all that, I got in the shop with my brother Milano. Once I got in the shop with him, granted, Runway and Duff taught me business, but he taught me business on a different level. He taught me business at a whole, he was te- he was teaching me about like, he taught me more in depth about loopholes and business and how to structure your money, like bank accounts and shit like that. Not to say that runway and them didn't, but he taught me like like he taught me more in depth, like because he said I already had the skill set, I already had the style, I already had that, and I already knew what I wanted to do. It was just more so about now I want to create it on a look, like I want to create it on like more of a, a higher quality style. And and that's what he taught me. Like I'm not gonna lie, that's what he taught me. So once he taught me that, it was like then I went and got you know I went and like you know got my own studio or you know I started tattooing on my own. And just learning from each of them, it just made me see a lot of things. Like it made me like, damn, like you you learn from a lot of people and you don't understand it until later on in life that you look back and you be like, damn, like. I learned this, I learned that, and I learned this, and the third. I learned a lot from these these artists that I just named. I I, I learned a lot from them. Um, <clears throat> but after that, it was just like, damn, this shit is ridiculous. Like, I can't believe this is my life. Like, now just seeing, and especially, like, going from, like like I said, going to the tattoo conventions at one point, 
not being a person that worked at detective conventions, but I was a consumer. I would go there. I would talk to artists. Like, this is how much of a hustler I was when it came to knowledge. Like, I would go to the tattoo conventions and be like, yo, I would just walk around and talk to different artists. Like, oh, how you do this? Or how you do that? What, what, what are you using? I would do all that, buy supplies from there, all that cool shit. And like I said, then going into being at the actual tattoo convention and working at them, that that shows like that type of shit blow your mind. Traveling, doing something that you love doing blows your fucking mind. I'm not going to lie to you. That shit just, it did something else to me. And and like I said, like it, it, it was, it was a great, great factor. And I'm glad I, you know, I had the chance to learn all of that. Like I'm glad. So, you know, but we're going, I want to say, I want to shout out all them artists. Like, let me just say that I want to shout out all of them artists that that gave that that was around with the growth of my tattoo career you get what i'm saying like i want to give them their flowers because them they some they i'm not gonna lie they some dope ass artists and i still to this day watch their page to get inspiration or to get motivated if i feel like i'm losing my motivation or i feel like i'm losing like my inspiration for this shit or like it's like no like i like there's no real competition between me and them but I look at it like, damn, I got to keep going because if these niggas is doing this shit, I got to keep going. I can't stop and not keep going. Like, no, I got to, like, I got to legit keep fucking going. Like, this shit ain't over yet. This shit ain't over. This shit got to keep going. So, you know, um, but yeah, man, that's just, that's that's how I got started. And that's that's like the foundation or the fundamentals or of my career so far. I mean, it's, we're going to dive in a lot. When it comes to this tattoo, the money, the the sex, we're gonna we're gonna dive in all that. But this was just, just the first episode for y'all to get used to who I am, to get to know me a little bit. Um and until next time, stay toxic and die tatted. We out.